My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Stitchers. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Yay. <laughs> Kumbaya. We are Kumbaya. here again. Kumbaya. We, we are here again, Stitchers. And we made it past 50. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe we've been doing this for a year now. I was like, I'm not 50. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't make me feel old, Angela. No. You're not that old. I've still yet. got like four years. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At and, least. You're, and you're as old Hashtag as you feel, right? Math. Oh, okay. Then I'm 12. I'm as, old as my, I'm as old as my daughter. No, I I feel like I'm probably like 30 yeah. in my early 30s. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're <laughs> like 46. Sometimes when I get out of bed, though, I feel 46. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, uh. got the old. I gotta walk myself up. You know. Oh man. But oh my gosh. All right. Feeling so it. We're feeling it. What's got you in stitches? Okay, I got a cool science thing for you, real quick. Oh, okay. Okay, now I want to hear what you think. Okay, so there was a science experiment done. Uh huh. And I, I, I thought this was so fascinating. That's why I want to share it with the world. <laughs> so they took a bunch of people uh-huh. and they gave them numbers to memorize. Some okay. had like just two numbers, some had like seven numbers to memorize. Okay. Okay. Then they put them at one end of the hallway. Uh-huh. Made them walk across to the all the way across the hallway and then write down their number. Okay. okay. So at the end of the experiment, they were given they were shown to a room and they were given a choice mm-hmm. of either a fruit bowl or a slice of cake. Okay. The experiment was not the numbers and uh-huh. the memory. It was the experiment was what they would choose. Right. Okay. After after the size of the number they had to memorize, how much brain power they were using? Would they choose the healthy snack or would they choose exactly? The sugar snack? You got it. See, okay. and I didn't think about this, and it's it's such a common sense thing. So ninety percent, at least ninety percent of the people who only had two numbers to memorize, uh huh, chose the fruit bowl because their brains were like, oh, I'm gonna, I think I need to stay healthy. I'm gonna do that. But almost 90% or more of the people who had to memorize the seven-digit number wanted a special little treat. Wanted the treat, that fat, because in their brains, they're like, oh, that was so much brain power Uh and mental, you know, that I want that cake. Yes. Okay. So they weird. I thought it would be the other way around because I'm thinking that like if you're using your brain power, your brain is awake, you want more brain food. And hmm. not the reward. But I get the whole idea of like, but you're just tired. I did something hard. Yes. I need a reward. You, I your get that. brain okay. is, and then your brain's working harder than, you know, it's like a muscle, right? So, yes. almost, so it's, it's trying to compensate for that. So grocery stores use that knowledge. Oh, that's why the fruit is in the front yes. when you walk in. So, yes. So they <gasps> said, you'll see on your grocery store, the doors are, are going to be either on the left or the right, or both. They're never in the middle. Uh Uh-huh, that's true. And and then once you walk in, it's usually either the fruit and vegetable aisle or Uh the bakery, okay? Oh, uh uh-huh, Right. Uh So, but you're going to go, and you see those fruits and veggies, and you're like, okay, I'm going to get these. I know it's healthy for me. Next is usually meat and dairy. 
Okay. Yep. 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 So then you get your meat and your dairy right, and then those other little things that you need—they're going to hide them throughout the rest of the store. Yeah. And you have to up go and down, down the aisles. Yes. yes. And your brain is actually working so hard that they start to subliminally put things right in the middle of those hard aisles that are easy to reach. That you're gonna oh, want to get. Oh, your cravings are gonna hit you. Exactly. On the and then when you when you finally get it to the end, that's mm-hmm. where all those fun little snacks are. So, interesting thing I wanna I wanna bring up right now is that I, before not before kids is actually in between my last two kids. Mm-hmm. I got really into fitness. Yeah. And I was training to do like fitness you competitions. Got super fit. Yeah. Well, it was. I was using it as a way to cope with the fact that I had a newborn and a toddler. And it's really hard when you have a newborn and a toddler. Mm -hmm. So my thinking was if I could get through this workout and my kids were right there with me in the next room because there was um, it was a small gym and there was a daycare for my kids and they were right there. So I knew they were being well cared for. And Mm -hmm. if they needed me, I'm right there. Right. True. So if I could get through a really hard grueling workout I could tackle the rest of my day and the newborn and the toddler were going to be no issue like for a me. sit like easy yeah 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 so that's okay. that's how I was using it it was my therapy nice. well, <laughs> as, as a mom therapy. of two two little kids yes and then you know it got to a point where you know I was going to train to do a fitness competition right. just to see if I could do it because I never thought I would ever be somebody that would be in a competition like that mm-hmm. right well, long story short, I wound up getting pregnant, so I didn't do the competition. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so one of the things that they told us when we were learning about nutrition is never shop the aisles. Of course. Always the shop the outside, the outside of the store. Everybody says that. Yeah. Yeah. But that makes sense, right? Yeah. The way that they do that. And, but you're going to need to get to the middle aisle sometimes. There's frozen yeah. goods and things, you know. I'm frozen fruits and veggies, things like that. But you're going to need to do that. So for me, I, when I shop, though, it's amazing because I go to one store. I'm sure you do, too. Yeah. I go to Trader Joe's every time. And I know where everything is. Uh-huh. But they change it up once in a while. Oh, I hate it when and that I happens. I hate that so much. I'm like, like don't you no, change No, I know it. where everything is. Yeah. Don't Why change did you move it? it? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they do that on purpose. They probably do. Yeah. To I make hate. you start make my brain other things. Yeah. And then they put all those cute, good, yeah, yummy things at the end of the aisles. Yeah. Like, uh, or what, and when you check out, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want that. So, yeah. Anyway, it's good, good food for thought that it is all about how your brain works and how they set that up. That so. is fascinating. That I fun? like that. I yeah. love it too. It's stuck in my brain. So I got fun. so fun on it. So, anyway, what's got you in stitches? Okay. So. In, so <laughs> when we, when we bought our farm, our our house has solar, right? So it was solar. The solar was already paid for. It was on the house. And we're like, woo, bonus! We have solar. We live in sunny Southern California, so you know, solar's a great option to have here. True that, right? So we had solar on the house. Then we almost immediately had to put a new roof on the house because the roof was, you know, 40 something years old and we needed a new roof. roof. (laughs) No, it was not on fire. (laughs) The roof was not on fire, but it was old and it needed to be replaced. So that means we had to take the solar off. So the solar came off. We thought it was going to be, you know, the solar's off for a week. They do the roof and then the solar people come back on and put the roof on. That's what the solar company told us right from the get go wrong nope as soon as we had the new roof installed i called the solar company i was like okay we're ready for the reinstall and they're like oh wait 
it's going to be another six to seven months before we can put the solar on. I'm like, what? And they're like, it's because you went from you changed your roof type. We had concrete tile on the roof and now we have composite um, shingles on the roof. And so they're like, oh, you have to go through a redesign, whatever. It was a whole big thing. Frustrating. It's fine. Okay. It was frustrating, but the, we you know we were out. We were without solar much longer than what we thought we were going to be without solar. Seriously. But knock on wood, knock on wood, our solar got put back on finally. Yay! And so the day it went on, it was right before Memorial Weekend. The day it went on, we started having a phenomenon that we know and love <laughs> called June gloom. June gloom, <laughs> it happened early. Oh, June gloom is this wonderful time of year where summer doesn't really want to come. So what happens? It's just like it's, the it starts out hazy and gray in the beginning. Yeah, it's hazy and gray in the morning. And it usually, usually burns off, burns but off. it has not burned no, off. It is all day long. It's like it's like Washington. Yes. I, yes. I feel like home. So it is hazy and gloomy and cold and Which I like. no sun. I don't mind at it. all. And I'm like, our <laughs> solar, the day our solar comes back on, this sits in. <laughs> the sun? So, I just find that very ironic no and sun. funny. But, I, you know, the sun's going to start coming out it here. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually out right now. Yeah. So that's nice. It's coming out. It's, I'm coming <laughs> out. I want the world to know. Got to let it show. Yay. <laughs> so, yay. So, finally, we have our solar back and the sun is starting to come out. It's and <gasps> the sun will come out <laughs> tomorrow. So sing that song. <laughs> It'll be here. But yeah. that's great because that saves so much, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be phenomenal, especially when we start Summer. having to run the air conditioner. Oh, my gosh. That's so, help. we're really excited. I want to know. Tell me how, how your bills go. Is it like how much it did oh i will i will that's exciting yeah it'll be fun saving some money i hope so tax deductions from using solar don't you do that too uh i would have to ask my tax advisor (laughs) (laughs) i figured you Uh, should my husband i think so i mean i i think that's what all the advertisements say is that you get a certain tax deduction Mm -hmm. i don't know and that's an an incentive yeah it's an incentive for a lot of people to go solar yeah so anyway well, but yay. That's awesome. But I'm excited that we're finally going to start. And we have this little app on our phone that tracks like how many hours of sun <gasps> that we that we catch on our. And it's been like. None. No, yeah. <laughs> I think yesterday was like four. <laughs> In California. So, <laughs> it's fun. But, you know, it it's the weather's changing. We're going to have that sunshine back. I mean, yes. it is sunny Southern California. But June gloom, man, it's just uh, it's funny real. and ironic that it hit the same day because we had <laughs> sunshine for days. That's true. It was nice. It, it wasn't in. hot, but it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, It'll it's get fine. There. It's fine. It's just, you know, one of those little ironic, ironic. Yeah. One of those ironic moments in life. So really oh. fun. Anyway. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Should we dive in for this week's episode? I have a wonderful blanket that Yay, i want to share with blankets. you it's like a super fast blanket this is the fastest super blanket fast? you yes promise? i promise you, you is pinky, the fastest fastest blanket i've ever made in my life kidding me 
I'm not kidding you. I'm about to do this this weekend. Then. You should do this this okay. weekend. Okay. Okay. So that's what we have for Stitch Time. And okay. then I have no idea what we got going on for Story Time, but I'm excited. She's trying to peek. I know. I'm trying to peek. Trying to peek. peek. All right. This is fun. This is part of my series that <gasps> like, I had to take a hiatus from because we hit that 50th episode. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. We're back into the... Oh, okay. I, I have an idea because of the movie that you made me watch. <laughs> <laughs> I made her. Okay. So, should we get stitching? Yes. Let's get stitching. stitchers so for stitch time I'm going to tell you about this blanket that I made for my husband for Father's Day a couple years ago because I was making everybody blankets and and he needed a blanket and I'm like you know I was like ooh, I wonder if I can get this done before Father's Day and I totally did it went so fast good job but you're good well (laughs) she's good good it's good yeah but it's it's really simple and and so everyone can do this okay so i got this from marley bird and we will link the website so you guys can get this too it is a free pattern i like free it's a free pattern so she has this as the plaid crochet christmas afghan so Here's the thing. I didn't use Christmas colors. Like I just made up my own color. You don't need to. So there's a chart that lets you know when to switch colors. Uh, And so that's what I used it for. So all of her reds and greens and and black and white, I think that's what she used. Oh, pretty. Um, I would still do that. Right. It's a pretty Christmas blanket. I just swapped them out for whatever color combination that I wanted to use for my husband. And um, it is the easiest thing. So basically (gasps) you you make a shell of filet crochet. So that means it's a double and then it's um, two chains, double two chains, double two chains, double two chains all the way across. And really? Yep. And you do that for a certain amount of rows and then you change color and then you change color again. And she has a chart that lets you know when you change color for the rows. But when you're making the body of the blanket, it's a filet crochet, which is a double two chains double, double two, two chains and double every, two chains you're not skipping any chains you're not double okay. two chains okay. all the way for the body of the blanket once you have the body of the blanket done then you're going to make chains oh as long as the blanket really yes wait and the chains are going to be colored according to the chart as well so you're going to make chains as long as the blanket so then what? you weave the chains in throughout the filet oh my gosh i'm looking at it yeah she's looking at it right now. so wait so you like okay so let's say your blanket is like 130 okay and you did all that the doubles and then you go back is it really gonna make 130 chain Uh, yeah yeah you have to make that many chains for however many rows you have okay yeah for however many rows you have you make them as long as the blanket okay and then you weave them in and out so if you're going over under over under because they're bars when you're doing the fillet, the two chains kind of equal a bar, right? Oh, do you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I so see those, so one, those, okay. yeah. So one row is over, under, over, under, and the other row is under, over, under, 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 over. under, over, over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you weave it, and then you tie it off. And so, so what excited, what Marley Bird does in the pattern is she um, makes tassels on the end. I was too lazy to make tassels. So I just did. <laughs> too lazy. <laughs> I was too lazy. So I just did a simple border all the way around it to hide all the ends that I had to tie off. Because you do have to tie off the chains when you stitch them. Yeah. When you thread them through. So you, wait, you had to tie each chain ending? Yeah, you, t- you tie each chain. But then 
I crocheted a border around the whole blanket to hide the tying so you oh. don't see the tying You're in. smart. Well, I'm lazy, <laughs> like I said. I'm going to watch you do this. Another thing you can do is you can make tassels with okay. the ends so that that becomes your, you know, end. I love it. Yeah. But it went so fast. That's it's really so fast. Cool. So we will link the... Yes, I'm going to definitely use that. You get, she sent it to me already. Yeah, so I sent it to you already. <laughs> I'm going to so use it. So we that. will send you guys the link of the Plaid Christmas Afghan. Yay. And she also does a video. You can watch her on the video. And she talks about filet crochet. <laughs> I love the way she says it. I love it. So you can watch the video of it. And you can also download the free pattern. And it's a wonderful fast blanket I'm to make so and it's so wait, really warm how and it's long wonderful. do you think it took you to do this like honestly if I could just sit down and do it I think I could probably do it in a couple of days wow. but I think like normally on the blankets when I was doing them at the time they would take like months at a time yeah this too. one probably took maybe two weeks wow it's really fast I gotta do it now yeah you gotta do it yay so if you need a fast blanket, I do and want it's, a fast blanket and it's thick and it's comfortable uh -huh. and it's I'm not going to need sorry, it. Sorry. Sorry, husband. It's my dog's favorite blanket. <laughs> I'm not going to need it now because it's really hot out. But, you know, I'll, I'll need it when it hits the Christmas time. Probably. Yeah. You can whip a whole bunch of these out for Christmas. So Yay! now's the time to start making them for Christmas smart. presents because it's halfway so through the year. Smart. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> I know I love my amigurumi, but I miss my blankets. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah. So okay. it's a nice, quick, little, cozy blanket you Thank can whip you. up for a lot of your friends and family. Good job. Yay, filet crochet I Christmas afghan. Perfect. Yay. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited now. That's it for stitch no, time. Are we ready for story time? Yes. It's story time. you this that we are going to do haunted story time right <gasps> haunted story yeah time. so these stories uh -huh. are from real nurses <gasps> doctors anybody who works in a hospital or a hospice oh no and that some of them are really short some okay. of them are really long so it just depends and all what should be my trigger thing at, at the end of each one or beginning what do you want me to say the end the end. I don't know. Whatever okay. you want to say. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll roll with this and we'll improvise. But okay. So I'm going to dive in because I have so many freaking stories, guys. There's so many stories of haunted things. Let's and go. And Let's hospitals. go. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yes. Doing my rounds as a new RN in a unit, I saw an old lady dressed in hospital's gown. Thinking that the patient was lost or couldn't sleep, I signaled her from afar. We're at the opposite ends of the hallway to ask what's wrong. Grabbing her attention, she turned her face to me, smiled, and passed through a wall into a patient's room. <laughs> I froze from what I saw. I found out later that the woman had died three days earlier from a car accident and watching over her husband who was hospitalized in the room she entered. Oh my gosh, that's terribly sweet. That's I want to be that woman. That's like, so I don't want to no, die no, no, in a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, if I go before my husband, I want to like watch over him. Yeah. Oh, I will. So I know I will. She was in it to the, when, I don't know if he's alive or not, but there oh, she was. Oh, that's so lived. sweet. I yeah. love that one. Good story. Good story. Next. 
I'm a labor and delivery nursery nurse. <gasps> Mostly it's call lights alarming from rooms that are completely empty. Oh. Sometimes it would coincide with, I don't know what this is, APX, the time of death on another unit. Oh, weird. Or be the anniversary of a fetal demise. Oh, no. However, my creepiest. We have a button to push after delivery to play a lullaby over the PA system announcing a birth through the hospital. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. One night, no one was even in the same room as the button and the lullaby started playing. Oh. It did that twice. Then we unplugged the entire thing. It still went off once more that night. What? And again, a few days later, despite being entirely disconnected. Dude. That was a few years ago, and no one ever heard it do that before or since. Dude, that's crazy. Who's playing that lullaby, man? Oh, that's so cool. Okay, next. I used to work in a state institution for developmentally development developmentally disabled. Oh my gosh, I can't get through that word. We were temp relocated to another building for remodeling of our building. Anyways, I was working one night, second shift. We had a locked PICA unit. I saw one of the residents walking down the hall. Very distinct gait and very distinct yellow t-shirt with a happy face on it. (laughs) I went into the ward to let staff know that they had an escapee. This was a serious situation because this particular resident, Larry, would ingest absolutely anything from clothing to pens to belts to, ugh, a bird's head. No! Literally anything. Don't do that. He was also very reluctant to go back to his home ward, hence why I didn't bring him back myself. He needed two escorts. When we got back into the hall, less than 15 seconds later, Larry was gone. We searched the entire building, outside, downstairs, all wards. He was nowhere to be found. This whole search lasted less than 10 minutes because I had all extra staff looking for him. I was just about to call the house supervisor to let her know that we lost someone. When out from the bathroom walks Larry with one of the staff. Uh oh. He had been getting his bath in the bathroom for the last 30 minutes or so. Kind of freaky. I absolutely, without a doubt, saw Larry in the hallway. I never would have short staffed the wards like I did if I hadn't seen him. Like I said, very distinctive gait, look, clothing. I took a lot of razzing that night. They all thought I was that I was crazy. Anyways, come to find out the next day after the story goes around that I am crazy. Haha, ha, giggle, giggle, funny, funny. <laughs> Larry had an identical twin brother who died in the building 10 years previously. Dude! No! <laughs> I love that, that story. That's so good. Way to bury it at the end, though. I love that. That was so good. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Like, first, you're like, oh, she's just like seeing things. Ha ha, giggle, giggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, nice. That was a good one. All right. I used to be a security guard at a hospital. One night while doing my rounds, I went into the surgery wing and was walking down a hallway when I saw a doctor looking at the whiteboard where all the scheduled surgeries are written down. I said, hello, doctor, and kept going. The doctor didn't say anything back, just kept studying the whiteboard. When I got back to the security office, I was telling one of the guys that's been there for years about how I greeted this doctor and he didn't say anything back. I asked if that's the asshole they told me to watch out for. (laughs) I was asked where I saw him, and I said, the surgery ward, and he gave me a smirk. 
He then explained that the surgery ward closes at 9 p.m. and that all patients are moved into the monitoring wards. There should be no one there. He then asked me if this doctor was studying the schedule board. I said yes, and he then told me that I just met Dr. Lucidi. Apparently, some many years ago, one of the surgeons went up to the helipad and jumped off the building. Oh, no! Seems like he never stopped working, though. Oh, no! Oh, no! Is that just hazing? I feel like that's hazing. <laughs> I don't feel like that's a real story. I think they're it just hazing be, her. It could be somebody that was just oh, pretending. Oh, no! That's freaky, though. That's a good one. The poor security guard. Okay, a ward I worked on once had a patient who was a psychic medium as a patient. Yay! Yeah, I knew you'd like this one. We had a bit of a laugh with her as she was on the ward for a while. She'd had a stroke which affected her mobility, and she would do readings for the staff, etc., from time to time. I took it all as just a bit of fun until one evening when she pressed her nurse call buzzer and told us to go check on a patient in a side room as he was dead. We went to check and sure enough found that the gentleman had died. Oh, no. Later on, we asked our psychic patient how she had known, and she told us she had seen him coming out of his room, obviously distressed. She realized he had died and had to explain to him what had happened and help him to pass over, go to the light. Oh. Now I am a not a believer, but that gave me the creeps. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad that she was there to help him. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. She was in the right place at the right time. Right. This one's short. One of the procedure rooms in the hospital I work in is definitely haunted. Stuff comes flying off the shelf for no reason. Two people have each said they heard someone whispering their name and they're on separate occasions when they no. were alone. The building was built in 1932 and used to be the main hospital. Oh, <laughs> sounds very like poltergeisty. Yeah, things exactly. flying everywhere. Next, many nursing professionals who work in hospitals and regularly witness patients dying will tell stories of how their patients just knew when death was at the door. Call it instinct, call it otherworldly. Either way, patients who sense that their time is about to expire on Earth lead to some great ghost stories. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened when this CNA experienced the death of her patient while working in the Progressive Care Unit, PCU. As the story goes, a heart rate monitor on one of the CNA's older patients began to go off, signaling that the patient was heading into cardiac arrest. The CNA rushed to the patient's bedside only to find that the patient was completely fine. Oh, weird. The patient then exclaimed, can you please tell that lady hiding behind the curtain in my room to quit staring at me? She keeps telling me I'm going to die when you leave. <gasps> what? <laughs> <sighs> the CNA, spooked to the bone, left the room to explain the situation. No, don't leave. To the patient's nurse. <laughs> Later that night, the I'm patient. Sorry, that's not funny. I shouldn't be laughing, but it's like a nervous kind I of know, a reaction, right? right? It's like, don't, don't leave. Do somebody it. says that it, when you don't leave, leave, I'm going to die. Don't right. leave. Call somebody Call in there somebody. with you. Yep. Nope. Oh, no. But later that night, the patient ended up coding and dying by the end of the CNA's shift. Oh, man. Freaking A. Would man. you don't you feel. Would you feel carry so, so much yes. guilt with that? Yeah. They told me not to leave. Oh, wow. Ex nurse. And Vadiv Healthcare CEO Carmi Walker grew up knowing that she wanted to be a nurse. And her early days training in the extremely old hospitals in England brought with them a number of experiences that were very out of the ordinary. 
I was working night duty with another girl in the Florence Nightingale Ward, and we looked after 30 patients who were behind curtains. We heard the big doors open very clearly because they were massive and made a very distinct noise, said Carmi. Carmi continued, the person we saw was wearing the old style big hat and old uniform with the cape, and we could only see the figure from the knees up. Oh, no. As it turns out, many people had seen the same thing, and it was believed that this was the ghost of the old night nurse still doing her rounds. And the reason we could only see her from knees up was because the floor had been renovated, and she was still walking on the old floor below the old one that we were actually walking on. What? No. She added, the ghost of this nurse was well known in the hospital, and everyone saw her every so often and believed that it was just an old nurse walking on her ward in her time. So residual. Oh, residual, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Another short one. I worked the night shift alone at one of the oldest nursing homes while in college. I've got a lot of stories to tell, but this one really changed my spunky attitude. I was about to get extra linen in a room, and I sneezed. And from behind me, clear as day, I heard, bless you. The feeling of it was as if I was about to start a prayer, and to my surprise, a voice whispered near my ear, our father in heaven oh what <laughs> from then on i used to stop myself from sneezing and didn't recite the lord's prayer for quite some time oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy oh, i love it we have a white figure that has been seen in the medicine room sometimes the carts are moved down the hall while you are in a room giving meds etc one of the male cnas reported seeing a very tall black figure going from room to room several times oh i don't like that one i don't like that one we have all seen balls of light floating around from what we have been able to gather from old pictures of the property that the nursing home is on there was a mobile home park at one end and a cemetery at the other end what no don't no cemeteries no No. (laughs) everyone has seen a little boy walking around but the freakiest part was when they saw wet children's footprints coming down the hall and followed them to the wall and there were footprints in the snow outside that came right to that place in the wall what oh wow that's a good one that's good that's good that's good that's good which way were the footprints going were they coming from outside in and that's why they were wet because they were in the snow and then they go through the wall and and then they're wet oh so good so good Ah! i love it i love it Mm. this was cool okay i am an icu rn we had a septic patient in the unit she was 29 weeks pregnant oh no she went into labor on my shift and we delivered her baby stillborn oh i did post-mortem care on the baby retrieved the proper transport container and walked the baby down to the morgue it was the middle of the night i'm in an elevator alone I hear a baby start wailing. I absolutely lose my shit and rip open the cover. And just as I go to zip down the bag, I hear a calming male voice say, hush, little one. I've got you. No need to cry. What? The crying stopped immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Shaking, I opened the bag and saw exactly what I expected to see. A deceased 29-week-old baby. I am a big bearded 40 year old ICU nurse. 
<laughs> and that was the scariest shit I've ever experienced. Oh, I love it. I love that one yeah. so much. No I one... love that one so much. I feel like big chills everywhere. I love it. I love it. I love it. No one believes me to this day. I don't even want to speculate what the crying or the voice was. Oh, that's a good one. I love that one, it's Nicole. So scary. <laughs> no, no, yes. no, no. I'm never going to work oh, around it's anymore. Oh, so nope. good. Nope. It's so good. Oh, I love it. <laughs> nope. I worked in an ICU where a prisoner convicted of murder died in ICU one. Ooh. And nobody would put a patient in that room after that because the air was too heavy and the room was too spooky and dark. Ooh. It was so bad. Nurses would refuse to put patients in the room, even if it was the last available bed. They triage out a patient before they trust putting a patient in that bed one. Wow. That the hospital eventually closed down the room and knocked out a wall to make it a separate entrance into the unit. Dude. That bad. Oh, that's crazy. That bad. Wow. Uh, kind of like bravo to the hospital and to the nursing to staff there to acknowledge there. that kind of presence. Fair. Yeah. Wow. Spooky. That's crazy. This one's short, but good. Okay. My aunt is a nurse and told me some stories, but this one stuck with me. There was an old lady who insisted on being strapped down at night in her bed. Wow. She told my aunt that there was a dark figure that was trying to grab her and take her out of the room where she would die. Whoa. My aunt and other nurses obliged, and for the next few week nights, she would check on her, and it would look as though someone was trying to pull her from the bed randomly while she slept. <gasps> what? My aunt is then off, and whoever is this lady's nurse does not strap her down at night. Oh, no. Nurses found the old lady dead, laying on the floor by the door, her hand stretched out past the door and into the hallway. Oh, no. Spooky shit. Oh, no. Who's this dark figure trying I to get I don't know. So I don't sad. like it. I don't girl. like things when you're sleeping coming into your bed. I don't like that one at all, That Nicole. would stick with me, too, if I heard that story. Oh. Before my time in a palliative care, I worked on a medicine unit at the hospital. One night, I was returning from my second break around 3 a.m. or so and saw a man standing in the door of my patient's room. He was white, late 40s to mid 50s, dark hair, which was graying, relatively fit, wearing a hospital gown. He was standing at the door with his arms crossed, and as I walked closer, he turned and went inside the room. I followed because I knew it wasn't his room. Our unit was big, 36 beds, so it was entirely possible he was a patient I had not met yet. Anyway, you can guess the rest. Went inside the room, and he was nowhere to be found. Where did he go, Nicole? Where did he go? I looked under the beds. Ridiculous because someone couldn't hide there. In the lockers, washroom, behind the curtains, he was nowhere to be found. Later that night, my coworker had said she felt like someone was touching her feet when she tried to nap nope. on her break. Nope, 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 don't, nope, 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 don't touch Sleep me when again. I'm sleeping. Don't do it. <laughs> don't like it. The break room was right next door to my patient's room, and she was in there at the time that I saw this patient. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> 
Okay. It was my second year working at, in the institution at a, as an RN. I worked night shift on a pediatric unit. Our patients were often preschool and school-aged children. We had a patient who would always want her visitors to bring balloons whenever they came to visit her. She died earlier after her long stay in the hospital. Days passed. One of my coworkers celebrated her birthday, to which we had several balloons in the station. We noticed two balloons floated slowly, bobbing up and down. <gasps> now, this would not have bothered me, but those balloons then stopped by the girl's previous room just right in front of the door and slowly went back into the nurse's station. Oh. <laughs> this cannot be explained by air currents. I love it. That reminds me of the theater, yep. right? Yep. Or the, 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 the graduation balloons. ceremony yeah. and those balloons. In just, Alaska. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving on around. I love it. I love it. Were they red? <laughs> no idea. Nurse was at the desk and a guy in white nursing garb came through the double doors, walked into an empty room and didn't come back out. Nurse thought it was weird, so he went into the room, and it was empty. He oh. went to the double doors and opened them, and there were two uh, I think RESP techs talking yeah. at the entrance who swore they'd been there talking the whole time and that nobody came through the doors. Whoa. When one of his coworkers returned from lunch and he explained what happened, she was like, oh, that's just Bob. Actually, I don't remember <laughs> the name, so the name was there changed to protect my ignorance. Yeah. He worked here as an I. Uh, IVN, LVN, LVN, LVN. Yep. Yeah. Years ago, and was accused of molesting a child. <gasps> no. He was sure he was about to be arrested, so he jumped out the window in that room and killed himself. Oh. We see him all the time, dude. Like, okay, I ah, uh, I don't like that. She's oh, that's just Bob. Yeah. Like all nonchalant about child that. molester. Like I yes, it's the child <laughs> molester thing that I hate about it. No, that not cool. She's man. like so nonchalant about a child molester. Yes, yeah. he's dead and whatever. But no, right? I would like get him out. Yeah. No, we you don't, don't need to be there no. anymore. He's, yeah, no, he's not good. Good juju anymore. Oh, Bob. Ha <laughs> ha. No, go away, Bob. I work in a cardiac ICU. There's a lot of those. We have quite a lot of death around here. That being said, we had one patient that comes to mind. I'll call him Greg G, fake name. Greg was on the unit for months. He fought very hard to stay alive every day, and to his credit, he was getting better for a good space of time. Greg was fairly old, late 70s or early 80s. The thing is, he, initially, looked very young and acted very hip. He became a meme around the unit, and everyone loved him because he was an old white dude who loved rap, Tupac and Biggie, <laughs> and would throw gang signs sarcastically as a nonverbal cue that he was feeling okay. He had a trach, and so he couldn't talk. Oh, yeah. He also had his family bring mood lights into his room, and that synced with his music. <laughs> I kid you not, his room was playing rap in a rave mode sometimes. We called him DJ Greggy G, and he loved it. <laughs> Fortunately, he took a turn for the worse. His condition deteriorated rapidly, and ultimately he died. We were devastated as a unit. His family let us keep his mood lights, and to this day we keep them plugged in at the nurse's station. However, mm -hmm. one day the mood lights turned off. We were saddened. Nobody could get them working. But then they turned on. We were happy. And then they started flashing super irrationally. Uh-oh. Then we heard the patient that was in Greg's old room start screaming. Uh-oh. We went to check on her. She was a confused old lady who would say some pretty wild things, but this one was weird. She said that she was watching the flashing lights in the hall. She could see them from her room, to be fair. 
Then she said that she saw a silhouette of a man casted into the wall from the lights. Then she started yelling, Tell Greg to leave. It's not his room anymore. Tell Greg to go. (laughs) There is no way she knew it was Greg's room. What? And with her memory being the way it was, there is also no way she would remember even if she did get told. Kind of spooky. Oh, what? DJ Greggy Greg. (laughs) Chilling at the the old Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I used to work in a nursing home. The residents in certain rooms would complain about a man in their room at night, but hallucinations are common in the elderly, so it wasn't really noticed. One night, I was mopping the dining room, which had huge windows overlooking the garden. It was around 1 a.m., so pitch black outside and low lighting inside. I had this horrible feeling of being watched, so looked up and reflected in the window was a man behind me. Nope. He had a brown suit on, a bowler hat, and the cruelest look on his face. Nope, nope, nope. He grinned, nope. and his mouth was too big. Nope, nope, nope. Don't like it. Don't like I'm like, my arms are going everywhere. <laughs> I don't like it. No. This happened in seconds, and when I turned around, there was obviously no one there. But I'll never forget that look of evil on his face. I paid more attention to the presidents after that, and they'd all seen the same man. No. He just enjoyed terrorizing people get out not cool man oh don't like it no i don't okay this is gonna give away our movie i don't like the smile thing no i don't like (laughs) smiles either that's why i picked that movie (laughs) i smile so much but i don't like (laughs) but they're happy smiles they're not that evil crazy god don't like it not the big grin where you can't like there's too many teeth yeah yeah no no A couple, retired military captain and his wife, Margaret, sold their house to move to Florida. It so happens that they sold their house to the state. The state was going to use it as a resident home for mentally disabled teens. After the closing, but before they moved, Margaret died in the house. The captain had to move because the house was already sold. Do you know where I'm going with this? Residents always referred to old lady that they always saw. Uh Nursing staff just referred to her as Maggie. Now, late at night when the residents were asleep, if the staff put the TV on more adult programming like Red Shoe Diaries, etc., the TV would turn off and would turn back on, would come on to a different channel. Oh, Maggie didn't like it. Nope. There was this one nurse. It was like the house was out to get her. (gasps) She'd swear that the carpet tripped me. When cupboards opened, knives would fall out aimed at her. Oh, no. Turns out this nurse was eventually fired for abusing and stealing from the residents. Maggie is taking care of that house. Maggie takes care of her children. Oh, Maggie. I love her. Isn't that cool? Uh, She she was like, nope, not in my house. Not in my house. Maggie. Good job, Maggie. I'm sorry you died there, but, you know, that was really nice. Years ago, and this will age me, I worked at the old Peter Bent Brigham Hospital. I don't know where that is. (laughs) We just moved into our brand new tower, and the old hospital was scheduled for demolition. Several co-workers wanted to walk through the old unit one last time. As we walked past what had once been the large men's ward, we saw a couple of figures in what should have been a completely empty ward. One of my co-workers peeked in to investigate and immediately backed out, face as white as a blank order sheet. Of course, I was curious then, so looked in myself. All I saw was two older men sitting on an old bed chatting. 
my coworker explained. That was Billy and Larry, or Mo and Joe, I've forgotten the names. They were frequent flyers in the ward. Both were royal pains in the patoot when they were alive, which they weren't anymore. <laughs> she said they'd been rumored to still be hanging around, but no one had actually seen them before. Like Stanler and Waldorf and the, <laughs> and the Muppets. Yes, out. <laughs> old cranky men. Oh, that's good. I worked in an LTC facility as a night shift aide about 14 years ago. I worked a hall I'd never been on before. It was like 1 a.m. and I saw an elderly guy walk out of a room down the hallway and leave the facility. I went to that room and the resident was awake. Asked her who she was talking to and she told me her husband always came to visit her late at night. I went to ask the other aide on the floor about it and they told me the resident was 102 years old and her husband had been dead for like 22, 30 years. Oh, that is so sweet and wonderful. I love that. Swear in my life that it was an actual person leaving that hall. I could even describe his outfit and hat. Needless to say, I didn't work that hall much anymore. I would still work that hall. That's not scary. That's not scary, right? That's really sweet. That's sweet and wonderful. And the husband coming over, yeah. I would try to talk to him. That would be my thing. I'd be like, hi, sir. Yeah. How can I make your visits more comfortable for you? Because yeah. like, Aww. I it's it's beautiful and sweet. And if I again, if I go before my husband, knock on wood, we right. go at the same time. I'm Aww. definitely doing that. I'm gonna you go be haunt him. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, babe. I'm gonna be haunting you. <laughs> I ain't leaving you. I used to work in an old Catholic hospital. Where the labor and delivery unit is located now, it used to be the convent for the nuns that worked at this hospital. One of the nuns died of natural causes years ago. This nun loved and raised numerous varieties of roses. Ever since the OB department was moved to this area, anytime a mother or baby is having difficulties, you can smell the scent of roses throughout the whole unit. Wow. The OB nurses know to be prepared when they start smelling the scent of roses. Wow. If a mother or baby dies, the room suddenly fills with rose petals. Wow. It is one of the creepiest but also loving things that happens. I was standing in a room one night when the baby died. The room filled with white and pink rose petals. The nurses and family was creeped out. Wow. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, it's beautiful. There's no other, I don't know. It's just beautiful. That's sweet. I'm sorry that like it happens with a sad circumstance, but it's loving and beautiful at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> There are Navajo, Zuni, and Hopi natives who work and go to the G- GIMC hospital I work at. Ooh. Hear about the skinwalkers the most. Oh, no. Unfortunately, it doesn't go more about that. Oh. Also, the floor I work on is haunted for sure. Oh, good. In one room, I heard computer keys typing. I was in the room alone. <laughs> Got up to see where the noise was coming from, and the noise stopped. I sat down, and it started again. Uh. I asked a coworker and she freaked and said, yes, an old coworker always did her homework for her masters in that room. She was killed in a freak car accident. Dude. Everyone seems to have heard the computer keys and knew too, because I said something another day about room nine and they were like, oh man, it's her again. 
Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> there are ghosts of little children and a surgeon that roam the floor and moaning is heard from room five. I have mm -hmm. heard and thought I had seen a little girl by room five and thought a patient was in the room one night and learned no one was there. I was very freaked out. Oh, no. Sad. I do want to hear more about the skinwalkers. Right? Yeah. Oh, my That's gosh. Crazy. That'll be another episode. I know. We have to do skinwalkers. That scares me, though. It's the, so scary. The fact that they people say don't even talk about them because that's what like makes them more yeah yeah no i don't like that but i want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> so we'll try to like maybe we'll sage everything and then we'll do it yeah okay uh we had a patient chronic chfer i don't know what that means always on the call button hated being on fluid restrictions you know the type the nurses have to take turns during the shift answering the call button so the primary can actually do other work and this was a frequent flyer because he was very chronic, very borderline, and the hospital was the only place he wouldn't fluid overload. I work 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. He died about 8 p.m. Oh, the look on his face like, how could you let me die? Like it was our fault. <sighs> anyway, family came and gone by 9 p.m. Funeral home gone at 9.30 p.m. About 10 p.m., the call button starts going off. No. I was there. Call button going off every five minutes. No. One of the <laughs> nurses was a very spiritual girl. At about 2 a.m., after like four hours of this, Nurse Mary snaps. Enough. She walks down to the room and practically screams into the empty room. Mr. X, you have died. You can't be in here bothering us anymore. Move along. In the name of Jesus, I'm exercising you from this place of existence. Go to the light and be happy. And I kid you not, the call button stopped going off then and there. Oh. <laughs> he needed a stern talking to. I love it. I love it. I love crazy? the stern talking to. It, as long as, you know, I don't know. Yes, it was so good. <laughs> I used to work in a nursing home as both a CNA and an LPN. And while nothing too crazy happened, there were definitely things that happened out of the ordinary. I remember one time after someone had died, I was cleaning up her body and the door to the room swung wide open. Even though it had been firmly latched, nobody was there. It gave me the creeps. Whoa. There were instances of furniture being moved, lights turning on and off by themselves, and toilets randomly flushing by themselves as well. <laughs> I also remember I had one resident one night who asked me to make sure I closed the door to the closet that was at the end of her bed. And she told me that it, when it was open, that woman kept going in and out of it all night, and it kept her awake. That woman? That woman. Oh, no. I worked my way through nursing school as a housekeeper slash security. One time, the other man on security got a call from the nurses in the LTC floor of the hospital. They said they needed help because there was a ghost. Oh, no. Like the night housekeeper is going to be able to help you. So he asked her what kind of ghost it was. She wasn't sure what he meant. He asked her if she could see through it. She said yes. He said, then it can't grab you, so don't worry about it. <laughs> now, if you can't see through it, maybe there is something I can do. The oh. nurses weren't amused, but I think it is funny. Oh, that is very funny. I love it. <laughs> it's like, help, there's a ghost. Yeah. Like, who are you going to call? Yeah. <laughs> I was working in an ICU and had a patient who would only repeat what was said to her and was with her all night. One time, I went into the room, and she started telling me all the ways she died. 
Whoa. I die because because of a narcotic overdose. I die because I took too much insulin. I died on a sunny Sunday afternoon, etc. Then later, she looked up at the ceiling and said, they're all still here. Whoa. I ran out of that room as fast as I could. Another time. (laughs) Nope. Another time, I had a blind patient who kept asking me what time it was all night long. One time, I went in to check on him, and he says to me, it's the witching hour. It was 3.33. I walked out. Oh, what? (laughs) Exactly 3.33. Was he like, I mean, he kept, okay. He kept asking. He kept asking, so maybe he had like an internal clock going on. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, but still, 3.33. That's creepy. Good job. That was creepy. It was my first travel assignment, and I was working nights. Then I did six nights in a row. Oof. On one of my six-night stretches, I had a group of patients in rooms all night next to each other, most of which had a history of dementia, but some were completely oriented. Throughout the night, one patient would complain of two children running around the hallway. Now, I didn't pay much attention to it because this patient was disoriented. I reassured them that no children were going to hurt her in hopes she'd calm down. She progressively got more anxious and uneasy about these kids running around keeping her up. Then it became apparent to me that all of my patients had the same complaint. What? Even the oriented ones. A man who was completely intact cognitively described to me that he couldn't sleep because a little boy and little girl kept giggling. Oh, no. (laughs) Another patient asked me why kids were allowed to visit late at night. I walked up and down my hall and closed their doors in hopes they could get some rest. I'd walk a lap and no joke, these doors would open back up. Dude. I tried my best to reassure my patients that no kids were allowed on the unit, but all of my patients were up all night. It was extremely creepy. Oh, kids. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm having so much fun this these episode. Fun, right? This is fun. Oh, this is a good one. You'll like this one. I had a patient who was CMO and quite obviously very close to dying. The week before, my best buddy Cat Pippin had died, and I was pretty broken up about it still. That being said, I walked into her room and she said, Oh, you brought your kitty with you. Oh, I no. blink at her and say, What? Mind you, this was the first time I had ever uh, I'd had that patient and I hadn't discussed my cat with her having cats or even liking them. Her reply, your kitty, it's right by your foot. I get that frizzing, that momentary shiver in my soul and ask just for kicks. Yeah, what color is the kitty? She says, black with some white. Pippin was a black tuxedo cat with white paws and a white bib, and the patient died that night. Oh, do you think her kitty was like there to be a spirit guide? Of course. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Kitty was like, I'm going to come with you to work. I'm gonna I help love him. it. That's sweet. Oh, what a sweet kitty. Such a sweet one. Pumpkin, are you that sweet? No. Be. <laughs> <laughs> He's all asleep in his, his chair. Nope. Rosie would be that sweet. Dude, you're gonna my dog. Another one that you're going to love. Ready? <clears throat> yes. Not as sweet, but really creepy. So parents brought in this four or five-year-old girl because she would have these episodes and they didn't feel safe, but they wouldn't explain what she would do during them. They just told me that she will do it again in a minute. Ooh. So I'm getting her vitals and she's really sweet and interactive. And then all of a sudden her head 
neck, upper extremity goes limp. I shake her and see she's still breathing, but not saying anything. Hmm. Then she lifts her head and a little and all of a sudden has this deep manly voice, almost raspy and definitely sounded like it was from her, an older man and says to me, don't hurt her. Don't hurt her. Take that knife away. What? All of a sudden she snaps out of it and is talking in her normal voice again with a normal tone and says, I'm sorry. The scary man had a knife to your throat and wanted to kill you and put your blood on the wall. But I told him no. What? Oh. (laughs) Right? Okay. Okay. She gets admitted for months and has every treatment under the sun. And finally, the family wants her to have an exorcism. They fly a priest in from Texas and invite every person who's been in contact with her to be present to expel the demons. The priest has a girl lay on a sheet on the floor. The lights are dim and he says some prayers in Latin. This goes on for a while and then all of a sudden she starts shaking her whole body on the floor, speaking in that deep voice again and in tongues. Oh, wow. This lasts for a minute or two and then the priest says... Thank you all for coming. That concludes the ceremony. Then in her chart, she had zero episodes after that and was discharged a few days later. Wow. That is amazing. In a hospital, they invited the priest. Holy crap. That's amazing. I just said that same thing like twice in a row. (laughs) But still, wow. It's amazing. Take a stitch. (laughs) I got a... Three sentence spooky one. One, oh, two, okay. three, four, four. Four sentences. I worked within hospice and long-term care. Uh-huh. The spookiest phenomenon was the man in the corner. Uh-oh. It happens all the time for people actively dying. <gasps> they see a shadowy man in the corner of their room. Wow. That's it. That's it. Wow. <laughs> all right. One more, everybody. One more. The story of Rocking Mary. Rocking Mary? We closed room 12 in our MICU because just about every patient that has been there since Mary died complains of seeing a woman and wear, woman wearing a white habit rocking back and forth by their bedside. Oh, no. Apparently, this nun never makes eye contact just stares outside the window, which happens to be on the patient's left side over their head. This window (laughs) overlooks the hospital cemetery where nuns that have died were buried. Oh, Mary. Mary was a nun that died of a car accident outside the hospital back in the 50s. She was only about 30 years old, and all patients describe her as a young woman. We all thought it was the sundown syndrome. Anyways... Since then, room 12 became our storage room where no one goes in by themselves unless it is absolutely critical. Wow. But she's not doing anything. She's just in a rocking chair. Watching. No, she's just like oh, rocking Mary. like this. Like, st- I think standing rocking. Oh, she's standing and rocking. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. Yeah, rocking back and forth by their bedside. Oh, Mary. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I know she's not hurting anyone, but that would freak me out pretty hard yes me too right yeah uh, having a, somebody stand over me and just like rock like that yeah. no no, nope, thank, no you. thank you i'm yeah. good oh wow i love good? this so much we have to do more of see, these that's why i want stories i love, love stories. stories yeah 
Uh, and these are all people who work in the hospitals. Like, this is insane right? to me. These are all normal, and there's lucid like people. A gajillion more. There's so many more. I didn't put any of the all of them. How can people not believe in the paranormal when all these people have these stories these of things that happen? These nurses that are around death constantly. Oh, that's so crazy. And I know that kind of can tweak your brain a little bit and maybe make you a little crazy, uh-huh. but not every single one of and them. And some of these stories are just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, when the husbands and wives, the kitty cat, and the husbands and wives, and the roses and. Oh, sweet, isn't it? Yeah, it is. If you guys know anybody or if you have a story of your own, we want to hear them. Please email us at theominousstitch at gmail.com. You can also jump over to Podbean, podbean.com. That is where we host our website. And you can type in the Ominous Stitch podcast and see all of our show notes. So you can see everything that Nicole talked about today, as well as previous podcasts. If you guys want to get caught up on things you may have missed, there's also a little button in the upper corner that you can click on that says become a patron. If you want to support our little podcast, it is just Nicole and I. It's just us. It's just us doing this little thing for like a year now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So crazy. It is crazy. And, you know, we want to be able to continue doing this for more years to come so if you feel so obliged to support us we'd love that we send you things we give you shout outs we're having more patron episodes we promise it's just taking us a little bit of time yes 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 more patron episodes Um, the next one is going to be on the movie The Exorcist so I had to watch it I'm not going to give you any opinions on it but if you want to know what I think about The Exorcist (laughs) because it was my first time watching it guys I've never seen it uh, become wait, a patron wait. and find out. So check out our patron episodes. Become a patron. You can also. We also send you stuff. We give you shout outs. Yeah. We'll do What's little up, meet Kate and greets. Brittany? Hey, Kate and Brittany. Oh, my gosh. I lost my voice over this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting so over a cold, guys. I'm still yeah. getting over a cold. Oh, wow. All right. Did I do all the plugs? I think you did. Go you did to great. all of our Instagram and Socials. social media. I'm really only on Instagram, Instagram and Facebook. Is the Sorry, main thing. Guys. Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Find us there check out what we're doing and yeah. now we have one more thing that we need to do yeah, one it is more thing time for movie time <laughs> smile though your heart is breaking oh let's do movie time This week's movie review is Smile, released in 2022. IMDb rating of 6.5 stars and synopsis. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, a psychiatrist becomes increasingly convinced she is being threatened by an uncanny entity. You can watch it. It says on Prime Video. I didn't know that. but Yeah, I- that's where I watched oh, it on did Prime. You? Okay. Yeah. Where did you I watch it? I think I watched it on HBO. Maybe not. Oh, I thought it was on HBO as well. It's everywhere, apparently, but it's free. So. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah? What'd you think? <laughs> so this, was, this was my second time watching it. So just as a heads up, it's funny. Like The first time I watched it, I thought it was so long. Yeah. Did you feel like that when you watched it? Yeah. Because this was your first time, right? It was my first time watching it. Yeah, it felt long. I understand why it had to be that long. They wanted to slowly creep into her. Is she going crazy or is this really happening to her? Because they did a lot of like, is this real? Is this not real? Mm -hmm. Kind of in and out scenes where some scenes you were like, 
is this really happening? They keep pushing the envelope and then she'd wake up. Right. Like, oh, it was a dream. Okay. Or the entity would show up in somebody else's body and then you'd be like, what is going on? And then you find out. So that happened quite a few times. And it was like they were slowly introducing you to the crazy that this entity causes. It's crazy. So I get it. This movie is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) That's how it goes. It had some really good horror moments. It did. Yeah. Like there's some spooky things where I was like, I was crocheting and I had to cover my eyes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There were definitely times where I'm like, I'm going to play my game on the phone. I'm not going to watch what's happening on the TV. Because you knew something was going to happen. Yeah. I don't like the smile thing. That's what was so good about this movie. I I love that, actually. I thought that was really smart. Like. Because smiling is supposed to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Happy. Like clowns are supposed yeah. to be happy. <laughs> nope. We all know that they are not. There is nothing fun or well, funny or amusing I, about clowns. We smile all the time. We don't have clowns in our face all the time, but no, we smile all the time. We do smile all the time. And this just made it just that much spookier. Did you? And I think I talked about this a long time ago when they first released this movie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how they plugged it? Oh, yeah. People would like the cast members or they would hire actors to go to like sporting events yes! and different things and they would sit, they would stand and smile the whole time. And or sit they would right sit. behind the camera though. Yeah. Like, they'd, they'd have be, to be on camera yeah. and just smile the, the whole, whole time. time. That's insane. How could you do that? I could not do that. That stayed in my brain the whole time I was watching this. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, no. Isn't that no. awesome though? It's so good. And that no, does. No, it is not good. And it, it, it does have that, that crazy approach in your, your mental like capacity. You're like, no, this isn't supposed to be like that, right? You're like smiling so much that, no, this is unnatural, right? Yeah. And the yeah. big creepy grin. The, the scene, and uh, the spoiler alert, you guys have to watch this. The scene where her sister walks out. Did you see that part of, like she's in her Wait. car. Okay. She just talked to her sister. And uh-huh. they had the falling out. And she's sitting in her car. And her sister comes walking out. You see her walking to her car door. Uh-huh. Do you remember seeing this? Or did okay. you not look? I don't know. Re- <laughs> keep, keep going. Refresh my memory. So she's walking out. She's walking out. And she turns and goes, oh, hey, sis. Like her name. And then uh-huh. her neck goes like this and her head turns like completely down and the sister just, does yes oh because it's not, not her this? sister yeah i probably looked away because she was like <laughs> freaking out in her car that was so scary yeah that one made me the first time i saw that that scared the <laughs> shit out of me so the second time i knew it was coming i was like uh-uh. yeah not gonna watch it not gonna do <laughs> it not gonna do it um but that's what i there's like this i told angela this when i first was when i first saw her i was like this movie has elements to being a good horror movie yeah but it just didn't get there for me yeah I didn't like it and I don't know if I did I don't know why I didn't like it because it's the same thing no it's not the acting I think I'm I'm just like I wasn't in the mood to watch like that kind of a movie I think (laughs) when I had to watch it just like I don't want to watch something that's like (laughs) I don't know because I, I, you know, getting over a cold. So uh, I think I was just like, tired. I just want to watch like a happy go lucky mm-hmm. movie and not something that was like intense and psychological and mm-hmm. just and I don't like the whole smile. thing. I don't like I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't like, <laughs> uh, I like the horror. The premise. camera, like the the way that they shot it with the camera twisting and then mm-hmm. her mom getting out of bed and like. It was an interesting way to weave the story True. together. It was an interesting way to see her dive into the, because, you know, she's a therapist. So is she 
or a psychologist, therapist, psychiatrist, psychiatrist. So is she crazy because she did have trauma and the way that this entity like makes her feel, makes her feel like she is going crazy, Mm -hmm. but she knows that she's not. Right. And then the whole battle at her um, old house mm-hmm. where she's battling her mom and she's really battling that creature, the creature. But it's like she's battling her childhood demons. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is this really a psychological or is this an entity or whatever? And then she believes that she kills the entity in her mind. I thought that was like a really powerful thing. Wasn't that cool? Yeah. So like, I thought oh, that was cool. cool. Like, oh, she's she's beating she it. it. She set it on fire. It was crawling after her. While that was happening, I was like, no. Because <laughs> it's a demon. It's yes. not going to die because of fire. No. She's not going to be able to. Because it's trapped in her mind. Yeah. No. She's, she's not going to be able to kill it that no. way. She's got to complete the chain. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was like a, mm-hmm. it's like the ring. Yeah. In a way, right? Yeah, she has to make Step. a copy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's How is she going to complete the chain? And yeah. that's kind of where where I got off of, the, I feel like the movie got off the rails. It had a really good premise at the beginning, like that, you know, but then when they started diving into what it was, like, and what you had to do, and I just didn't like that aspect of it, I think. You didn't like the chain letter part. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I didn't like that. We didn't really know what it was. That's what always gets me. I hate that. I'm like, why did you leave us in the dark? We just know it's some crazy entity. Why does he want to kill? Like, is it that? Does he feed off of it? Like, what? where is he getting off of this? Nothing? Like, pure enjoyment? Like, that's what drove me crazy. Yeah. You know? Why? Why, why? does he need to keep yeah. killing people in why? front of other people? Yeah. Why do they need to commit suicide? And he just said something I like about your brain. But th- does that really, like, does it feed him? Or is he just getting pure joy out of it? Like, yeah. That's where it's kind of, I think that's where it's heading, but you don't know. Yeah. And that drives me insane. Why is it that whenever we watch these, the trope is that the evil entity has to open the person's mouth <laughs> giantly and hugely and crawl, crawl their entire it? body into it? Why? I that was cool. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, horror movie. Yay. Because you don't get a lot of horror out of it, right? You just see the people here and there. Yeah. Jump yeah. They, they go. It's psychological. Yeah. And then there's jump scares. Right. And then it's like has some really interesting cinematography going on with yeah. it. It's got a lot of aspects of a lot of things. And I think that might be why it's hard to really like it because it keeps changing its genre mm. and changing sure. its form. Yeah, yeah I can see and that. And it's not staying consistent consistent mm-hmm. as as one thing because you know? it's trying to i think that's why though that's where they're trying to trying go to encompass everything yeah. all at once and they did too much yeah give me the reason man give me give me why i don't know tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache so i okay i was kind of mad at i'm gonna call her Susie because that's her name Susie so, bacon Sozy? i thought it was Sozie. it's Susie. Is it really? Yeah, it's spelled Sozy, but she pronounces Frickin it Susie. Frickin' A, man. Susie Bacon. Spell it Susie, then. It's Kevin Bacon's daughter. I know daughter. she is, but I always thought her Sedgwick's name was daughter. Sozie. Susie. that's how it's spelled. I, I know, but know. now it's Susie. Isn't that cute? No. I love it. No. Susie Bacon. Then put the U in there. I'm sorry. Or double O. That's fine, too. Anyway. Susie. So I love her, and, and I didn't realize it was her at first, and then I saw her name flash up on the screen. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who was the guy that the 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 d- 
detective or the police guy? Is he her ex-boyfriend yes. or okay? Yeah, they explain that kind of at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So she, they they don't really talk about it. No, like, you don't he, know, he really. meets her in the hospital. He's yeah. like, I heard about what happened. And she's just like, get away from me. I'm like, who is this person to you? Right. And then how immediately she and her fiance just like split apart it's like okay oh yeah he was totally not supportive yeah <laughs> and she was right though he's like as soon as things go bad like i had to look up your background and blah 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 blah. he's like i have to know who i'm hitching yeah, my life like, to well, thanks man yeah we all it's have like, yeah, but you gotta be supportive <laughs> yeah, like exactly if you're gonna that's stuff that you should figure out before you bring out the ring right, right? <laughs> no apparently know. not so yeah that was really that so was like the relationships had to be like quick and yeah you know because they had to dive into her mental breakdown and um well, i don't know i don't know i think i just wasn't in the mood to watch it when i watched it because i was <laughs> sick and i i just want to watch like super light fluffy fun stuff when i'm but not see, that's feeling my, well this is my super light fluffy stuff i know right it now. is you're so sick <laughs> it's so, so funny <laughs> you're so funny i'll put a horror movie on that makes me happy Yay. <laughs> uh so i was just like Ugh. this is my force it down angela's throat I'm yeah sorry, I just I don't know I think I but I, don't, I didn't like it either, but you didn't so. like it either so maybe we both just didn't yeah. like it it's just not, <laughs> and that's okay that's okay so we don't wait, have to many, like everyone how many stitches would you give it though it was a meh I like I wouldn't not watch it again if it was on I might watch it because it like wasn't upsetting and it wasn't like I didn't hate it. I just right. like wasn't like this you is an awesome it. movie. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't into it. I feel you on that. So I'm like I don't know four. Okay, I give it a five because it's like right in between. Like yeah. I said, they yeah. they they did some good things, and I I want and I was kind of excited to rewatch it just to kind of review it. Uh huh. But like I said, there's just some things that are so unresolved that I don't like this movie. Yeah. So they skipped over some things to, yeah, you know, to cram other things in. Yeah. And it still felt long. So yeah, why? It felt long. <laughs> exactly. I, I agree with you on that. And but I don't approve of killing pets. No. That was sad. That was, that was unnecessary. That was, like. yeah. Like, no. Yeah. And the poor kid traumatized by yeah. it. Too. Yeah. Traumatized your nephew. But again, that's, I think that has to go along those lines of mental breakdowns and like they wanted to shove that more down your throat. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, but thank you for watching it. You're welcome. I'll do anything for you, Nicole. <laughs> and you can stitch to it because you don't want to watch this. Jump that's scares. true. That's true. <laughs> don't want to watch it. Just, you know, Just pull out look your down. Yeah. Start keep your hands busy. Start cross stitching. <laughs> we got this. All right. Well, we reached another amazing end to another amazing episode. Take a stitch, take a stitch. <laughs> and we're almost at the end of Angela's voice. So yeah, I know. I got to stop. I got to stop talking. Oh, Aww. man. You did it, though. I know. We did it. Proud we of did you. it. We did it. Yeah. Yay. Yay. We did it. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. So I'm done. until next time, we'll see you, Stitchers. See you, Stitchers. Uh...